Welcome to the Small Business Saturday Podcast. Hello and welcome to our latest Small Business Saturday podcast where we try and keep you in touch with all the developments in this year's campaign and also how you and your business can get involved. But we also like to include some features of general interest to small business owners like you. So in this podcast we'll be talking to two of our Small Business Saturday champions for 2016 about the campaign and their experience of it and also about the annual Small Biz 100 for which applications open at the start of June. We're also going to be looking at the growing interest in pop-ups in the small business sector and we'll be getting some advice on how best to use them. Small Business Saturday as a campaign is fortunate each year to benefit from the support and involvement of champions around the UK. They are small business owners with first-hand experience of the campaign, perhaps from being part of our Small Biz 100. And as each year we try to reach more people get more engagement and encourage more people to support small businesses. They have a crucial role to play in mobilising that support and ensuring that Small Business Saturday comes to life for small business owners in their local areas. I began by asking two of our champions for 2016, Faye Dicker from Freelance Mum and Russell Pullen from the award-winning Fifth Dimension Chocolates, why they felt we needed a campaign like this at all. I think we need a campaign like Small Business Saturday because it really helps raise awareness um, when it comes to putting small businesses on the map. And we all know you've got Black Friday, which personally I think is a bit of a, a gloomy and dark name in marketing terms. But if you've got a Small Business Saturday, one day of the year that you are specifically asking people to support their small businesses, it really brings it to the fore. It really sort of puts it to the front of people's minds. And I think it makes people so much more conscientious when it comes to shopping. And although we know that, hey, that's just the one day of the year, it means that that seed has been sown and that people are that much more conscious and conscientious when they're making their shopping choices and they're getting that opportunity to support their local high street. Russell Pullen agrees. Um, well, I think it's important in many ways, but I'm, I think the biggest one, it creates um, just one voice for lots of small businesses, um, because I think everyone knows that when people join together, you, you've got a much bigger impact um, as kind of like one big voice and just one small voice in the distance. And part of that, um, what that can do as well, it creates good PR and media coverage because obviously you get heard a lot better and by a lot more people and more influential people. Um, and at the same time, it brings awareness to the public that there's lots of small businesses out there, which I think some people may just kind of bypass when they're walking down the street. But if they're aware that these small businesses are there, they might be a bit more tempted to go in and buy something from them. Um, it also means that that can help support the local as well as the UK, the national economies. So what tips would the guys have for businesses who are coming to the campaign new or for the first time? Going to, you know, uh, some of the events that Small Business Saturday do and getting involved with us before the, the day itself. Um, of course, there's the Small Business Day itself, where there's, there's many things people can do, like make, giving special offers 
but using the small business Saturday to promote that for them and thus gain more business. Now we're going to tell you in a minute how you can apply for the Small Biz 100 and a little bit more about that. But this is something that Faye was keen to reflect on as a way of maximising the benefit of uh, being involved in Small Business Saturday and the way in which it connects you as well with other small businesses around the country. I think there are so many ways that small business owners um, that are part of Small Business Saturday can use it to their advantage. I mean, even if it's just simple ways like um, the Facebook group, it's that way of sort of being part of a wider community. Um, and just feeling, I think that it's very easy to feel isolated as a small business. Um, of course, the big coup is the day that you have your day. And um, I think that my day was actually the week before we got married. It was like, oh, my goodness, could we have picked a busier week for this to happen? But it's kind of like, you know, it, it was an amazing week in my life. And that day was part of it, actually, especially for a business like me that is all about freelance mum and the work-life balance. So to go back to other business owners, I think the really important thing, actually, is when you get your day, tell the world, you know, tell the world today is my day. We're flying the flag for, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, and just really take advantage of it. And when that day goes and you get other opportunities, like you might get a, a big trip up to the big smoke and who knows who you'll meet while you're there. Network. Network, 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 network like crazy. It doesn't have to just be, you know, the formalities of passing a business card, but talk, smile, make connections. You know, you're, you're part of a really cool gang and just make the most of it. Well, my thanks there to two of our champions for 2016, Faye Dicker from Freelance Mum, which is an online community that showcases and supports talented mums in business. And you can check that out at freelancemum.co.uk. And Russell Pullen from the award-winning London chocolatier Fifth Dimension Chocolates, and they specialise in luxury handmade chocolates. And you can check them out at uh, 5dchocolates.com. That's the number 5dchocolates.com. Now, they both referred to the Small Biz 100, as I did at the beginning, and let's just tell you a little bit more about that. The Small Biz 100 is something we do every year, and it highlights 100 small businesses, one a day, for the 100 days leading up to Small Business Saturday itself on December the 3rd. So for the last few years, the 100 have not only received exposure on our social media channels and in the media, but have also joined the Small Business Saturday team at events around the country and up in London. The applications for 2016's Small Biz 100 open on the 1st of June, and we really urge you to put your business forward and, and get involved. You'll be able to find out all the details of how to apply uh, on the website, smallbusinesssaturdayuk.com, and on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. So good luck, and we look forward to receiving your applications. A report last year by the Centre for Economics and Business Research, commissioned by EE, found that the pop-up retail sector was growing at 12.3% in the UK and is now worth £2.3 billion to our economy. Britain is now host to more than an estimated 10,000 pop-ups and the sector employs more than 26,000 people. We wanted to find out more, so we asked Daisy White of Daisy White's Boutique, an award-winning independent pop-up bookshop, about her experience and how she uses pop-ups 
in her business. Um, so I've, I've got two ways I use pop-up. So firstly, I run Daisy White's Boutique, which is an independent pop-up bookshop. Um, and I've been doing that for four years. Um, and the way we work pop-ups with that is we'll do a flash promotion. So we'll take a space for a day, which could be a festival, um, it could be a high street empty shop. Um, and we'll, we'll focus on that one product, so we're promoting one product all day. Um, for longer pop-ups, we'll take a shop normally, or it could be a week-long festival. Um, we have popped up up to six weeks. Um, and then we'll focus on high street awareness for independent publishers. Um, we do support over 200 independent publishers, um, which are mainly micro-businesses, and they do struggle to get out onto the high street. Um, so for us, it works incredibly well, and touch wood, um, it's still going at the moment. So um, having moved from kind of market trader up to um, pop-up tenant, um, and also ran a pop-up scheme myself, so I've done the landlord bit, um, I consult with local authorities on um, various regional pop-up products too. Um, and I think the interest in, the, in this kind of flash retailing short-term leases um, is really growing. Um, and, and the way that I work with the local authorities is to put them in contact with my pop-up connections um, and find the best solutions for each individual pop-up scheme. So it could be putting them in touch with event management companies for the larger projects. Um, it could be putting them in touch with um, marketplaces such as appear here, or even um, utilising local businesses. Um, perhaps they want someone who can do some shop fits for them. Perhaps they need legal advice on short-term leases. Um, and I, I really think pop-up is, is kind of the way forward at the moment. So what do you see are the biggest advantages of using a pop-up for a small business owner? So at top of the list probably has to be it can be as inexpensive and basic as you like. Um, my very first pop-up was a market store that cost £35. Um, I had a £100 budget, so I had to make sure I had a display and I had to get my stock in. Um, luckily, it was a sunny day. Um, but it can be incredibly inexpensive, and it's such a good way because you can trial your product on the day. You can get customer feedback. Um, you can do a data catch, brand awareness, um, business launches, even if it's the very first time that you showcase your product. Perhaps you set up a website. And, and you're about to go live and you just want to be in the local area and say, this is what I'm doing, this is exciting. Um, it's a really good way to get PR. You can then tell your local newspaper about it. You can get all your friends and family down there. Um, on the other end of the scale, if, if you're kind of potentially looking at a larger pop-up and if your business is already established, um, and perhaps you do have quite a big fan base but you're just trialing that new product, um, you can go completely full-blown and you can take a shop for a week in the middle of Covent Garden or something. Um, and I think using the, the bigger marketplaces like Appear Here makes it very, very easy. I think their, their um, tagline is as, as easy as booking a hotel, um, which does take away from all the legal hassle and things that, that if you do the DIY methods, you do have to go through. Um, so I think it's absolutely brilliant. I would recommend it to any small business, whether you're start-up or, or kind of at the next level. Um, and if you are considering doing a pop-up for the first time as a small business owner, what what two or three bits of advice would you give somebody considering it for the first time? You need to plan it. You need to ask yourself what you want to achieve from your pop-up, um, which could be anything previously discussed. Um, people have really short attention spans these days. I think with social media and technology, um, we like the fact that with flash retailing and pop-up, you blink and it's gone. Um, so you have to consider that when you are doing your pop-up. You have to um, list your goals. You need at least one main objective. Perhaps it's a one-day hit, Charlie Products. Um, you need to start and maintain with a positive attitude. Um, you really, it's really hard work being, doing a pop-up and doing retail. Um, you have to have a positive attitude and keep the energy going. Um, and be polite. It never hurts to be nice. 
Um, be politely nice to your landlord, be nice to your potential customers, to your friends and family who will hopefully support and visit your event. Um, and you never know where it might lead. Sound advice from Daisy White, and you can find out more about her business by going to daisywhitesbooktique.co.uk. Well, that's about it for this latest podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please share it, and you can find our first podcast still available for free download via the iTunes store. Don't forget to get your applications in for the Small Biz 100 from June the 1st, And if you haven't already done so, you can also add information about your own small business to the Small Business Finder on our website, smallbusinesssaturdayuk.com. It's all free for small business owners like you. You can keep in touch with the campaign and all the ways in which your business can be involved by visiting the website and by following us on Twitter at smallbizsatuk and on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, bye. (laughs) 